here, good evening, good metal, my name's Cooper, welcome to the Spoken Metal Show. Uh, thanks for tuning in, thanks for listening, as we uh, look through the, the year that's gone by and go to the next year, it's always this, this time of year I think about Lemmy, because obviously Lem uh, passed away on the 28th of December 2015, and... And it's always a weird time because he's like, you know, that that he's he's one of those with Dio and and, and things. He's like one of those sorts of pillars of metal. Uh, I would have done a full tribute episode, but obviously times pass now. Uh, I think it's, I think probably Lemmy would be the same. He'd be like, you know, okay, have a a Jack Daniels, you know, have a drink on me. It's quite ACDC and Bond, um, so I will and I have. And so there's not really an awful, awful lot to cover about Lemmy, but I will tie something in near the end about about the about the man himself. Um, but it's always the time yeah, I think about about Lemmy, and it's 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 sad and it's great, but it, it's 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 such a huge kick up the ass because he's like you know just a, an absolute flagship of getting the fucking job done and not complaining and just being a better person. So it's it's a little sad, you know. The, the beginning of this podcast because I always think about Lem but with that in mind I want to go back to something I covered at the last podcast where I was talking about uh, top songs and favourite songs about things and it was talking about Bon Jovi getting put in the Hall of Fame and I wasn't like that I was pissed off at Bon Jovi I was just so much as that I was annoyed that Judas Priest didn't and I was like what the fuck how did that happen but it did raise a little question about kind of songs and stuff like that and I went back and listened to some Bon Jovi songs uh, you know just to, to kind of because I haven't Bon Jovi in a long time and try and do some deeper cuts rather than just you know the, the famous stuff but it was when I was listening to probably one of their biggest and famous t- tracks and uh, I started thinking about my favourite songs about particular things in particular because one of the things I wanted to do with the Spoken Metal show was talk to the Gears of War of, of rock and metal um, guitar techs, bass techs, drum techs tour managers, merch guys people who have nothing to do with the the business but are huge metal fans about why they like metal and what it's it done for their lives and so one of the things I wanted to, 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 to do on this podcast is talk about my favourite songs about touring, about being on the road being in a rock band being necessarily in a rock band but also working as for a rock band being a touring crew and i didn't want to do the the classic top three uh thing and all that because i hate that type of shit it's so subjective i'll just put my favorite one favorite ones that i kind of like in any revolving order and then my favorite one and um, which also ties into to motorhead and these are all my own personal opinion and just so some of them contain very true lyrics that I've found, and some of them be like, "What the fuck?" And some of them be like, "Okay, I didn't, I didn't know about that song." And 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 most of it, I think, I think that one of them is going to be pretty obvious. Another one maybe less so, and one maybe not, not at all. But I just thought it'd be nice to talk about songs that I really liked about about this the the, the touring business, which is a you know a, a very very tough one. I, you know, just people I know have been doing it for a long time. People I know have only doing it for a short time, and everything in between. And it's very hard. It's very tough, um, and so often some uh, some people capture that in, in lyric form. So I just wanted to cover them. You know, um, this podcast won't be about Christmas. I won't be talking about the Last Jedi. I won't be talking about the things that you're probably sick to fucking death of hearing now. This is a a nice place. This is a quiet place now where we can talk about metal. 
Uh, quiet place is probably the wrong way to say it. This is a fucking loud place where we can talk about metal and and just like, you know, uh, sit there, I enjoy your time before some of you just go back to work and, and that kind of weird malaise sort of where we are now where no one knows what the fuck's going on before the new year happens and everybody's like thinking about what's going on. Let's just sit down, let's grab a let's grab your favourite drink and let's talk about some 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 songs about touring and uh you know you you want to put uh, some some motorhead on in the background well you can't because you can only listen to motorhead without my fucking voice it needs to be listened loud and and fucking often and when i'm not talking you put motorhead on in fact put motorhead on now go and listen to fucking any album you want um and and not listen to my nonsense uh but if you can if you'd like to that's cool and it seems like 300 people on facebook like the spoken metal show which is no barometer of fucking anything but i don't do this for the the many necessarily i do this for the few i do this if there's one person out there who's listening to this and goes you know what i could do a fucking better job than coop you fucking you go and do that please please go and do that i'd be nice if i get invited on to have a chat with you about metal but and rock you know but you go and do that also if you're having a, a bad day and um, that's that's why this exists as well you listen to this and take your, your mind off it i remember watching the, the motorhead documentary thing about let well lemmy and uh the guy saying like the he listens to, to motorhead and he i can't after the like a couple of days after the concert or he can't hear his wife shouting at him see this as this type of thing this is a refuge i'm not here to judge your metals your friend i'm not here to to criticize it's 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 all good let's listen to listen to to metal together and let's take out our frustrations get in the pit if you want to throw it down you know scream and shout and then go about your business or a totally uh, 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 relaxed and better person so we're going to take a little sip back now and uh, grab beer and let's go through some of my favorite sort of um songs about touring and, and, and moreover um about uh, the business itself be it from a crew point of view to um to being the actual rock stars yourself and the first one i i, I really liked and and, I, and, I, and it kind of opened up for me was turn the page bob seger's turn the page now it gets in bob seger's a rock band bob seger you know fantastic artist but obviously there's the metallica uh, connection that the metallica did it i didn't do a half bad version of it the saxophone's replaced by kirk playing the guitar uh, in the saxophone style and it seems more when you listen to, to turn the page the first time you know, after you listen to metallica stuff you it's it seems very like kind of slower and more relaxed but it's still no, nonetheless biting, and it was wrote clearly by someone who's done all the fucking road miles. I won't go through it by lyric by lyric, but it is just some really interesting lyrics in there. It starts with, uh, on a long and lonesome highway east of Omaha, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Have you ever been to, uh, to, to America? There's parts of America that are fucking desolate. Like, I've been to Omaha, and it's fuck. there's nothing there. Um, we were traveling through, the, the, through America, and we got we got to, I stopped off at a diner like these little tiny diners a tiny diner in the middle of fucking nowhere and a woman was behind her like with, with the diner parties there's no one else in, no one else in the place we go in and I you know have a sandwich and a cup of coffee and what have you and she's like sure she fixes us that we sit and we eat and no one comes in no not a car goes past not a plane goes over the sky there's nothing and I finished the what I'm eating and we go up and I say oh thanks for that I might see you again on the when we're coming back through the return journey and she's like, "Oh no, it's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give up this diner. It's uh, 
And we're like, oh, okay, well, why? What, what, what's wrong? And she was like, it's just, it's just too crazy. It's just too busy. And we're like looking around, and there's, there's no one there. Because to her, seeing more than one person a day was just fucking crazy. You know, this it's, 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 it's that's that quiet. So I totally understand what he's saying about a lonesome highway. And. Um, and he says, you can listen to the engine moaning out its one-note song. That drone of an engine of a, of a tour bus or a car or a splitter van or whatever can put you to sleep. It really can. Uh, it says, you think about the woman or the girl you knew the night before. Obviously, if you've got a wife or, you know, these people that we that put up rigging, these people that do the lights that, you, that are unseen, they're away from their families for long, long periods of time. Um and you know the wives and the girlfriends and the and the, and the kids and all that. It's it's like saying easy. Um, and he says, but your thoughts will soon be wandering to the way they always do when you're riding sixteen hours and there's nothing much to do. Most times, often rock stars will talk about the the, the only exciting part is that sort of an hour and a half, two hours they're on stage because it's all fucking hurry up and wait. It's all just traveling. You're going from one place to it, especially in America. You're going from one place to it. It's, it's sometimes a flight, sometimes two flights in a day. Riding 16 hours is, is totally fucking normal to play to these places. Um, it, it, it's it's completely normal. Like, um, you don't feel much like riding. You just wish, wish the trip was through. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't always great. Um, one day can blend into another. And I say, so here I am on the road again. There I am up on the stage. Here I go playing the star again. There I go turn the page. Another part in his life. But this is the, the, the when I, as I grew up, I thought this this next sort of uh, verse was just the most absolutely biting and cutting. He says, well, you walk into a restaurant strung out from the road and you feel the eyes upon you as you're shaking off the cold. Imagine that, some guy in a, din- in a little diner in the middle of wherever, and you know, you're coming in, you, put, uh, you can feel the eyes upon you as you're shaking off the cold. So there's obviously loads of people looking at you. You pretend it doesn't bother you, but you just want to explode because there's people looking at you like you don't belong. You've got crazy, a crazy jacket on long hair. Even now, I've been out there and people with long days have still been shouted at by people and, and people with piercings and tattoos. It's crazy that that still goes on. And then he says, most times you can't hear them talk. Other times you can. All the same old cliches. Is it a woman or a man? Because of the long hair. And you always seem outnumbered, but you don't dare make a stand. That, for me, is... As I grew up, I realised what, what he meant. Like, this is Bob Seger. You know, we played arenas and stuff. But even him... In some places, he just didn't fucking belong. He just didn't, you know, he's still bullied. He was still kind of ostracized, you know, for, for probably the, his hair, you know, the, the fact he's got long hair and, and, and strange clothes, you know, whatever that may mean. Um, here I am on the road again, here on the stage. And then there's a really, like, a good example of how, you know, people who are famous and, and, and adulation uh, can sometimes be not as not as fun as people make out. It's, uh, you know, out there in the spotlight, you're a million miles away. Every ounce of energy you try to give as, uh, as the sweat pours out your body, like the music that you play, as the sweat pours out your body, like the music that you play. And that's a... the, the the, the textbook way of explaining giving everything you've got leaving it all out on stage um you know even though you're a million miles away from the audience if you will you know uh, at, at huge festivals you can be several feet away i mean 20 feet away from the audience where you can't even see the audience at huge 
big shows you can't see past the you know the first maybe 100 people and then it's just darkness and you know some some shows the the, the sound and the wave of, of of applause will hit slightly after there's like a delay effect like in cricket and someone hits a bat and a ball and, and you hear the but it doesn't happen until later or after you see the hits because the sound travels being that distanced and, and removed from it but still having to give you know absolutely everything you've got um as the sweat pours out your body like the music that you play that's just unbelievable right in there and it, what a, a beautiful way to end the, the whole song is like later in the evening as you lie and wake in bed with the echoes of the amplifiers ringing in your head tinnitus you smoke the day's last cigarette remembering what she said and it's just like and then it goes it goes again you know and these you know this is like you know toward you have a like Rollins says, you know, if you play a lot of shows, you're either thoroughly obscure or you're massively famous. If you're Metallica, you're playing 200 and something shows a year for the Black Album, um, you know. But if you're also, if you're unknown, if you're Black Flag, if you, to say Rollins, like, you, you're still playing everywhere. And it's hard to differentiate, you know, the days as they, they go on. You just you keep on going, you keep on going, you keep on going. And I just thought that was just, you know, Bob Seger. I keep returning to that song, and it, 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 more and more it has it has meaning for me, like, you know, personally for the stuff I've done. Um, even on the low, low, tiny, rubbish, small level that I've done it, it still has a, a, an incredible amount of true meaning. And it's so wrote by someone who, who is who, who's been been a touring entity. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, it's been so been wrote by that, and I just think that's a great song. Go back and listen to that song. Um, and 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 just take your time with it and just listen to it again. Listen to Talica's one as well. It's it's fantastic and it's obviously the reason they adopted it because a it's a good song, but b they've taught the shit out of everything, you know. So the next song for your consideration, and there's going to be fucking groans everywhere, left left right and centre when I suggest this. But you know what? As cliche as it is, it's a great song about road life and being on on, on a tour thing. It's a little romanticised, but it's still a great song. Um, it's uh, "Wanted Dead or Alive" by by Bon Jovi. It just it it is. It is. It's a cliche, and everybody will cry. Fucking oh my god, what pitiful stuff, as they say. But it it, it is, um, because there's several lines that are just beautiful ways of explaining the the road. Um, it's all the same, only the names will change. Every day it seems we're wasting away. Another place where the faces are so cold. I'll drive. I drive all night just to get back home. What a you know. What a, 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 a the horrible side of, of of touring being that everything sort of blares into one, and um, and you know the, the the kind of that's why you have signs and and day sheets. A day sheet's like a sheet you put up where where it tells you what time you've got to be on the bus and what time things are happening. That sometimes is the only thing that differentiates the day. Um, and this is the line. Um, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride and even when I first heard that song when I was fucking just a kid I was like a steel horse and he didn't it was the first time I understood metaphors and similes and stuff it was like oh he doesn't mean a steel horse he means a plane he means a big shiny silver tour bus that's what he means uh, I wanted that all alive wanted that alive um, sometimes I sleep sometimes not for days and the people I meet always go their separate ways sometimes you tell the day by the bottle that you drink and times when you're alone all you do is think now the first part of that's a little cliched you know telling the day by the bottle you drink I, I don't know I, I, I've never really seen that side of things but 
Um, I can't, I mean, maybe maybe that's what that goes on, but it's a, it's the line and the times when you're alone and all you do is think. There is a fucking lot of downtime when you you're not setting shit up or you're not singing and you're playing in a band or whatever it is where you do have time to sit there with your own. It's a very harsh and difficult lifestyle. Like you know, um, there's a lot of depression and there's a lot of uh, you know uh, isolation and. Um, and so, I mean, there's 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 not an awful lot of lyrics to pull from that because he repeats a lot of stuff. But there's some really interesting stuff in a, in a very popular song that's actually quite dark uh, when you you know. Uh, when you actually break it down in one of the, the next verses he says and I walk these streets I loaded six string on my back obviously a guitar but at the time I was blown away by that I played the keeps because I might not take it back I've been everywhere I'm still, still time to all I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all yes it's not as cutting and seething as, as Bob Seger but within that weaved within that you can see that that's someone who's had maybe a couple of shit days um, you know some not that nice days on tour but it's still a great song listen to it again and just yeah, I think they do one with a live video um, where a chosen kind of going around. It's not all fucking fun games. It's not all fun and games. You can see that. Um, but then you know, I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all. So there's a reason why we do it. You know, there's a reason why these people do it. Um, honorable mention must go to uh, the the. There's lots of other songs you could you could say um, you could say that should be on there and please do you know go on on on, on the twitter go on the, on facebook and, and put comments about you know well you fucking miss this song coop what this this song is like you know this is all about touring like I, yeah there's a couple of songs i probably this these are just my personal take of what i i like but honorable mention must go to the the man himself frank sapper yes rock yes to a certain degree metal um, and his song Crew Slut from the album Joe's Garage, the fantastic album Joe's Garage, all three acts um, with some extraordinary stuff on that album. I urge you to seek out uh, Joe's Garage or Garage if you're from, from from England and listen to that. It is a it is true as today as it ever was. Now Crew Slut's obviously about. Um, groupies and that sort of thing but there was just some things i just wanted to pull from it um about kind of like you know uh the, the, the people who haven't done this who were like oh i'm sure it'd be amazing and then realizing it's not as amazing as like one of the lines in it is um, you never get to move around you never go nowhere i know you're probably getting tired of all the guys out there you always wondered what it's like to go from place to place da 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 da, da. And that's the, the, like, you know, a lot of people are like, I wonder why it must be great just to sit on a bus or a split and all that. And I'm telling you, most of the time, it's, it's it ain't that great. You know, it's you, you, it's a confined space that most people just want to get on and get off. Unless you've got the, the, the most amazing tour bus in the world, it can, it can stink, it can, you've got a toilet, you can't take a shit in. Uh, it, it's cramped, you don't really, your bunk, you don't really want to spend any time in because that's where you're sleeping. Uh, you know, it can be, it can be terrible places, but yeah, Cruise Love by Frank Zappa deserves your attention just to listen to that. But moreover, Joe's Garage, you need that album in your life, you need to listen to that album. It's absolutely mind blowing about the business of, of rock and roll um, and and how it corrupts a great idea and great bands into something terrible um, so the, 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 the last song and a song that means the, the most to me and it's my favourite Motorhead song it's one of my favourite songs and some people probably never even heard it but for me it's 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 my favourite Motorhead song I first saw Motorhead like most of the people on the the young ones uh, and they were like, quick, let's go to pub, I think, or something like that. And then it cut to them, Motorhead, uh, playing in 
in the living room and it was a of spades and he just like i was like what the fuck is this what the fuck because it was just like it wasn't kids playing metal or rock or punk or whatever whatever you want to play smooth at all it was a blo- it was blo- it was blokes a group of guys and they weren't doing it for fucking f- fun they were doing it because they were like this is fucking we we want to talk about this and they were they were no fucking around and it was this was this and they weren't like good looking god bless them you know but he strangely was like you know looked fucking cool as shit he had like the gun belt and the classic fucking glasses and leaning up on the on the mic and stuff and and all that amazing amazing stuff and i remember just thinking i am fucking not ready i was like the fuck what's this it felt like graduation it felt like they were like this did the, the headmasters of the, the school of rock like they were they were fucking on high and 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 it took me a long time to go get into Motet and that and, and that was past Ace of Spades and uh, and into the, the uh, to the more deeper cuts and to to kind of like feel as though I was fucking ready to to take on Motet and listen to Motet and, and be like you know and have an opinion on them because they were just this flawless band like ACDC was just album after album you were just there they were tour after fucking tour they were just there Lemmy was just this bastion this fucking guy he was just like intelligent but from the streets he was poor you know he was he, he just worked hard he wrote good songs he was earnest honest he treated everybody right he was a gentleman he was just like authoritative there wasn't a topic you couldn't say what's your opinion he'd have a very weighted informed opinion you know he made self-depreciating as well people don't see that a lot with Lemmy that he was you know, very self-depreciating and, and I was very fortunate to, to meet the man at a festival and share just a few moments before I watched him destroy an amazing set and I, the only thing I said to him was that obviously he was uh, you know I was like oh you know I'm look, looking forward to the show and all the the kind of you know the the, 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 the sort of trivial stuff that you, you talk about because it's fucking Lemmy do you know what I mean for fuck's sake it's Lemmy but he um, he picked up on the fact that I have an accent so I'm not from Liverpool but I'm from the northwest, and he picked up on that and he was like, "Oh, uh, you know, it, I, I see you're escaped, like so to speak. You know, got out of." Because I was talking about how shitty, you know, the 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 the, the jobs I'd done as well, uh, and he was just, you know, you know, when someone you talk to someone, and you they look like they're disinterested and they're just waiting to get to the point where they can talk. Lemmy wasn't that. Lemmy listened, looked you in the fucking eye, probably said two or three things to you that those things meant the fucking world because they were considered. There's not much throwaway about Lem. Nothing at all was throwaway. And you'll see that from a lot... I know lots of people who are extremely close to the, to the gentleman. And it's just nice to, to know that that, he, that was... You weren't getting... Lemmy didn't go off stage and was a different guy. Lemmy was Lemmy. You know, he, was the, he, was, he was everything that you wanted him to be, everything that he needed to be. Uh, you know, there will never be another. There any enemy close to him doesn't need to be another. Um, and he was... Uh, it was incredibly important to me. It was incredibly important to 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 everybody, and um, you know. So, my favourite song about touring is Motorhead's "We Are the Road Crew," and it's it's simple. It's a, such a simple riff, such a simple song. It'll, it's probably the best window for somebody who's never been on the road who wants to go on the road to have a listen to to almost prepare them as best as you can prepare. Because it's just a line after line of truisms, which was, which was, you know, which was was Lemmy's thing. 
So I'm going to read this verbatim because it's it's perfect. Um, so it's another town, another place, another girl, another face, another truce, another race. Uh, <laughs> the endless sort of thing that goes on. I, I'm eating junk, feeling bad. Another night, I'm going mad. Like uh, we had in Bon Jovi those times alone. Another, uh, my mother's woman's leaving. I feel sad, but I just love the life I lead. So I, that's the reason I do it. Another beer is what I need. Another gig, my ears bleed. We are the road crew. And this, this is just this middle is just fucking perfect. Another town I've left behind. Another drink, completely blind. Another hotel I can't find. Fucking hell. <laughs> How many times you've been lost on tours? Another backstage pass for you. Another tube of super glue. Another border to get through. I'm driving like a maniac, driving my way to hell and back. Another room, a case to pack. We are the road crew. The 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 absolute realness, the re, the reality of 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 that lifestyle, exemplified in what Lemmy says. And he has that beautiful way of mixing the <laughs> where hell raises to to being like self dep- dep- depreciating to humor to real real cutting insightful words. Another hotel we can burn. Another screw. Another turn. Another Europe map to learn. <laughs> fucking changing. Another truck stop on the way. Another game I learn to play. Another word I learn to say. Another bloody customs post. Another fucking foreign coast. Another set of scars to boast. We are the road crew. Thank you, Lemmy. Thank you for everything that you gave me and and the power to for me to get off my off my ass and get stuff done. The, the everything you've done to your services to metal, you will never be forgotten by anybody. You are one of the most important figures in in, in modern music and society, um, and a fantastic songwriter of one of my favourite songs. We are the Road Crew. Thank you, Lemmy. So that was my new collection of songs there. Feel free to have a listen to those there. Hopefully there's one or two songs you have never heard before. Go and listen to them because music's fucking great. Um, metal music is particularly great. <laughs> Rock music is particularly great. Go and listen to something you haven't heard before. Go and see a fucking band you haven't heard of before. Go and pick a, pick one up. Do one a month where you go and see a band you've never heard before because one of them is going to blow you fucking away. And you'd be like, what the fuck is this? And there is... A, a, and people are like, oh, there's no good new, good new music coming through, certainly in, in metal. There's no good music coming through. There's no... Who's the next Metallica or whatever? I'm telling you, now there's fucking music coming through. Fucking hell. There's, there's a wealth of it. A wealth of it. And you can go and watch the next James Heffield. You can watch the next fucking uh, big person in a, in, a, in a club with maybe 70 other people. You can talk to them. You can buy the CD from them. You don't have to fucking get Amazon, give the money, or fucking YouTube, get the the hits or whatever. You can go and fucking speak to these people and wear a t-shirt that no one else has got, and 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 you can talk to them. And go, what the fuck does that lyric mean? And what's that? And they're they're out there. Go and listen to a fucking metal band. Go and do it. Um, preferably one you've never fucking heard of. Go and buy an album, download an album off Spotify or whatever the fuck you want to do. Go and listen to something new. So if you want New Year's, yeah, there you go. Let's let I could do a New Year's res- resolution list, couldn't I? But I'll just keep it simple. Just fucking do it now. Go and find some metal music you haven't heard of before. Put it on Facebook. Say suggest new bands to me. 
Because that's the only way this fucking shit works. That's the only way we, we get these songs to change people's lives. These four songs I've talked about changed my life. And they're out there, you know, they're out there. Couple of plugs near as we get to the end now. Um, TNT Extreme Wrestling, which I'm involved in. We have a pay-per-view coming up in February the 15th, Merseyside Massacre, which is just, the card is just looking fucking outrageously good for that. And um, Please check with that for tickets availability. We're in our new home in Fusion Nightclub, which is, just looks like this crazy great venue. I'm also going to be interviewing Thomas McRocklin. Um, one of Vice, essentially one of Vice prodigies um, but I think the tickets have all, that have all gone I'll talk a little bit more of that maybe on another on another podcast, uh, really looking forward to that, it was very nice to be uh, to be asked to, to, to do that by, by Neil Meller who's incidentally in one of the best Motorhead uh, tribute bands and I would suggest you take the, check them out as well and thanks for listening, I tried to keep these to about 20 minutes I went to close to 30 with, with, the, uh, with, the, with the intro and outro um, that's just how I feel about these songs maybe I'll do collection of some other songs maybe I'll do uh, the, the best videos about touring maybe I'll do anything about touring maybe I'll do the best songs about being pissed off or the, the best songs about fucking I don't know about fucking the best songs about sex let's maybe do that the next time um, I'm I'm trying to mess with the format now about how I do things and the bits that are put in it to try and see what works and what doesn't and try and keep it free and, and, and talk as, as honestly as I can from the heart about the music that I love so thanks for listening to the this particular edition of the spoken metal show um and i'll see you again on